there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, 30 Rock Podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, linking the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurbs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Amick. And welcome to episode 45, season 3, episode 9, Retreat to Move Forward, originally airing January 22nd, 2009, and directed by Steve Buscemi. Who? Oh, some guy. Anyway, David, if you would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode. Jack is giving the keynote speech at the annual Six Sigma conference. This year's theme is Retreat to Move Forward. Uh, And Liz accompanies him because he he needs some help to psych himself up for the big day. Jenna is preparing for her big role as Janice Joplin, or at least a Janice Joplin-like character whose name hasn't been finalized yet, depending on legal legal decisions. And Tracy has been told that he, if he doesn't change his habits, he will be diagnosed with diabetes. So Ken, so Ken, so Ken just tries to get him to eat healthy. Yep. Um, pretty tight episode uh, with three stories going on. The Jenna and Tracy stories very clumsily or funnily but clumsily comes together in the very end just because they sort of they don't tie together until the very end just when she comes in i Um, wouldn't say clumsily i mean it's there's nothing there that they're hooked in or even connected until the very end so it's kind of clumsy but it's funny but it's just like okay these could i don't anyway um but uh i think i think jenna's story is my favorite uh, just because it's jenna and she's so outrageous and over the top that she's always fun um, the retreat to move forward storyline is kind of like has a lot of funny bits, especially in the latter half of the acts of um, the recognition, like the the comeback of the improv joke at the very end or at the very beginning, coming back and having to come into play, and then how just I don't know, almost driven a lot of the people at the retreat are also like they're like, no, why would we help him? Because we want his job eventually. Things like that are just kind of funny. Um, and then the Tracy storyline is funny, but eh, it's kind of it's kind of clunky. But we'll get into it as we go along. What did you think of this episode? I thought it was very funny. Okay. Also, was it weird? It seemed like there were more cutaways than normal. At least at the beginning, it seemed like there were a lot of cutaways towards the beginning, more than usual. So there was the improv. No, I feel like there's there's more cutaways in this than I think there has been in a while, but not mm. that many, I don't think. For some reason, early on, I was thinking it seems like there's more cutaways, but maybe it was, maybe because they were a lot when they were front loaded in quick succession, it made it seem like there were maybe more. Yeah, I don't remember too many cutaways. Just the improv one. Is there another one that I'm missing? Yes, I can't remember though. Cause... It must have been good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll see as we go along. Um, no, I think this is coming off last week's episode. I think uh, it's another good follow up and. It's, it's always fun to see the the Jack and Liz dynamic continue growing. But I do also like this when uh, at the when they're at lunch and um, the one of the six of the guys is like, you know, you're too familiar with your employees. You're supposed to be above them. And then like it sort of clicks into Jack. Like, you're right. Over the last three years, I've gotten too chummy. I've got to go back to being a boss boss as opposed to a friend, which sort of goes against everything that Jack has sort of been teaching Liz about the last three years of like you know you got to be a manager but you also got to be a friend so it's like it's it doesn't stick uh even through the rest of this episode but it's kind of fun that they sort of look back into that dynamic of like you're right he is their boss so there's supposed to be some sort of like wall between them I guess but but I don't think it's because Jack thinks he needs to go back to that relationship it's because of how his peers view it and right. he, he wants to he wants to uh to to, well, um, to better his, placate his peers yeah right yeah so like um I don't think he's in the right, but he's also like, maybe then he's thinking like, oh, this, maybe this is the reason I got looked over for CEO or if guys hadn't, or had guys still come out of his coma, but he saw this Jack Donaghy as opposed to another Jack Donaghy, maybe he wouldn't have stayed on. I don't know. Like it's, it's that realization. He's like, I'm, I'm getting too close to my, my associates. I'm supposed to be their boss and not their friend kind of thing. But it, again, it doesn't stick around. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Where's Salma Hayek? I told you she's she must, after something. She, but this is the, this is the one job. of the 
I think we see the writer's room again, so we see everybody but Pete and <laughs> poor Josh. Still, not, I don't think we're going to see him for a while, but I will be surprised. But um, Lutz shows up. He gets he gets a couple lines. Tufer's back here. It's a reason here. And Frank has a pretty big role in this episode. Um, so does Wikipedia. It's Wikipedia? a very 2009 era. Yeah, can you say Wikipedia anymore? Or is it, st- you have to say like uh, resource engine? Because I know like for Google, it's kind of iffy. You can either say like search engine right. or you can like say Google, but I think you have to pay to say Google, depending. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like if you, because mm-hmm. like, Well, Google Wikipedia it, is, I guess, a nonprofit, but I don't know if that makes yeah. it any different from, from Google. Yeah. How Maybe. But it's, it's almost like not even a simplicity of like, oh, yeah, Wikipedia. That's a place where anyone can edit anything. It's a wonderful, it tells you that. Yeah, I think yeah. Wikipedia was like so It's a very 2009. I mean, burgeoning phase at this time. Because yeah. it had been around it had for been a around, while, but, but I think it was it was hitting the like mainstream lexicon of like, yeah. oh, yeah, just Wikipedia thing. kind of, Yeah. Because yeah, they, they, they do a kind of clunky setup of like, what's Wikipedia? It's like, you can go there and literally, yeah. and they just say like, what the website is. It's like, come on guys. But I'm, there's, they're not speaking to us. They're speaking to a broader audience who maybe doesn't know what Wikipedia yeah. is. And speaking of Wikipedia, let's jump right in. That was a horrible transition. <laughs> anyway, the cold open uh, is just gonna set up Jack's storyline and then after the cold open and the, uh, or after the opening, then we'll get Jenna and Tracy's. Lemon, which of these pictures do you like better? Um, the one on the left? So the wacky one. Sure. So I think it's interesting. So the only difference between the two pictures is the tie color. One is blue and one is red. And the blue is the wacky one. I would think it would be the other way around. Well, it's all in your perception, right? Because is it camera left or is it Liz's left? Because he, oh, I assume Liz is left. I assume Liz is left too. But the way he's holding the pictures, it seems like he he shakes the blue tie a little bit more. So I don't know. Is but again, maybe a red tie is more business the red, standard. The, the blue tie is in his left hand, right? But the red tie is in his right. But from Liz's perception, the red tie is in his right hand, but on her left, and the blue is on her right. So I don't know. I don't think that's the joke, though. I think well, the joke is that they're yeah. both. I mean, the only difference no, no, is the, the tie. They're the both fairly conservative same, colors. The so exact it's not same like, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe so if he's saying the blue one, is he saying the blue one's the wacky tie, or we're thinking he's saying the red one? He's thinking the red is Democrat, so it's wacky. Is that is that? Well, I guess I I don't know. I th- I guess maybe a red, a red tie maybe is actually more business standard, but. I feel like blue is. Isn't well, like, okay, well, because red is a louder color than blue, but yeah. but it's a that's like a burgundy red, so it's a duller red. Yeah, we're reading too much into this. It's a good visual joke. It's funny though. What's the picture for? I'm giving the keynote address of the company's Six Sigma retreat to move forward in Croton Hudson. Oh, is that like a corporate retreat? I used to have to perform at those all the time back when Jenna and I were in that improv troupe. The audience suggestion is. Sling Blade and Oprah on a date. I sure do like them French fried potatoes. No, you don't, Oprah. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, I love that joke. So it's one of my favorite bits about this whole show. It's, it's I can't tell if like Jenna just doesn't get the reference or if she's like, this is my improv, is like I wanna be Sling Blade, but I don't know what Sling Blade is, but I know who Oprah is, so I can play off of that. I don't know. Like, it's so great. Yeah. Also, in the <laughs> background, there's a sign, big sign that says BizProv. Like, that's the name of the conference. So it's like, does that mean that they're, like, the theme of the conference is, like, learning improvisational skills to, like, you know, whatever in your every business day? Oh, maybe. And then they have an improv group come Yeah, but so it like, seems, like, silly, because, I mean, yeah. that seems like something I could totally see happening, but... I mean, it, not, not, not so I'm sure it has happened at really, but yeah. so it's just like the whole concept of like a, a, a using improvisation to yeah. use in your business life. That sounds a lot of so realistic and also I ridiculous. Could, yeah, no, I absolutely could see it, but I could also see it being just a cringe fest just with people that I've worked with in the past, just yeah. seeing them try to do improv. Not that I'm in any master of improv, but I understand the basics of it. Like seeing people in their fifties trying to like improv, just old uh, people can't do improv. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying people that don't understand it trying to do it without any sort of understanding and, and training would just be like, 
Oy, I'm sure there's a bunch of YouTube videos out there of that now. Probably. Google it. Jedi is not a great improviser. To be honest, Lemon, uh, I'm a little apprehensive about going to this thing. I haven't seen a lot of these people since the CEO debacle and my time in the Bush administration. Yeah, Jack, you never really told me what happened in Washington. Please be gentle. The point is, a lot has happened to me since the retreat last year, so I hope that when I return, they still think of me as the same guy. You've got camp jitters. What? You haven't seen your little business camp friends in a year, and now you're afraid everybody's going to think you got weird. Uh, Lemon, the retreat to move forward is a global meeting of GE's best and brightest. Careers are made there. It would be helpful to have someone with me who's got my back. Oh, no, don't make me be your camp friend. I hate those corporate things. Bunch of drunk people talking about synergy. First of all, never badmouth synergy. And I'm asking you to do this as a favor. Oh, fine, I'll go for you. As long as this place has a spa. They do. Where you are allowed to eat in the sauna. Because at some places they get mad. Yeah, I think that's a good opening. of Just sh showcasing their dynamic of like, they're goofy and they've reached a level that they can like do little gestures and each of them gets it and they play around with it a lot but you're right so that's two cutaways so far in this episode now it's all the cut opening so let's keep counting that's probably what i remembered and now <laughs> watch there be no more <laughs> well i guess that we should sort of explain the visual cutaway of it jumps back to when they were in the underground bunker and um matthew broderick's character Cooterberger uh had knocked over the canister of the Gay, was it the gay, gay bomb. bomb. The gay bomb, and they were all going to do sex on each other. But we come back from the opening, and Jenna is addressing the writers' room because she is taking the method method acting course. The method of method acting is how you're supposed to say that, you idiot. <clears throat> writers, we need to gather for an actor announcement. As you probably know, I have been cast in an upcoming feature film. Is it a movie where you swap brains with your granddaughter? No, Frank. I will be playing. Janice Joplin, or depending on how some legal matters pan out, a Janice Joplin type character named Janet Jopler or Janie Jimplin. Why are you telling us this? Because I will be employing the method method of acting. So for the next few weeks, I will only respond to Janice or Miss Joplin. It's nasty. If anyone has anything to say to me, Jenna, now would be your last chance. Oh, your hands are weird. I don't think you went to high school. I'm not busy Friday. I just said I was. Okay, I am Janice now. You are all saying those things to Janice Joplin. The veil is drawn. Oh, hey. You should do your Janice research on Wikipedia. It's online, so anyone can update it. You know, because people are finding out new things about Janice Joplin every day. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Frank. Wikipedia. I'm going to check that out. Okay, I'm on Wikipedia. Edit page. Did you know that Janice Joplin speed walked everywhere and was afraid of toilets? I have heard that, yes. Was she really? Oh, poor Suri. Her one second line of the show. Gotta show she's a goofball. I'm surprised they never follow up on the afraid of toilets joke. I feel like that could easily be a deleted scene. That's true. Yeah, yeah it probably but, is. Yeah. yeah. The speed walking does pay off in a really yes, <laughs> a really funny way. Yeah. So I guess Wikipedia is. <sighs> I wish I had more examples of other shows around this time, but I know probably Office was doing jokes about it, Parks and Rec were doing jokes about it. Just, yeah, Wikipedia, it's a free resource. But had colleges cracked down at this point of Wikipedia being oh, for used sure, as a resource? 2009, yeah, that was the year I graduated from college. I mean, that was I mean that was well past the Wikipedia is not a reliable well, source. Well, what if space. you get a source through Wikipedia? Like, you Well, know, that's like, fine. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's citing like an actual authoritative source then obviously mm -hmm. yeah, then you would cite the source coming from not yeah. the wikipedia page i wonder how lax it's gotten though i feel mm -hmm. like i don't know i feel like probably more you think if it's anything. gotten more strict yeah because with all the information out there i mean there's it's probably easy to find incorrect information or whatever yeah. so probably a crackdown on making sure you use certain authoritative yeah i wonder if they they limit the uh sources you can use in terms of like certain websites i feel like there was like certain websites that we were only allowed to use i can't quite remember it's, it's been a little while but yeah it's kind of fun though it's like when there's like a big 
like I don't know either like meme or something online happens like someone will go immediately update someone's Wikipedia page and it only lasts for like long enough for them to get the screen capture and then start sharing that out but it's it, it can be comical but it also can be mean-spirited depending I'm also, sure I feel I, like that's sort of thing that's gonna be looked back on in like a really like antiquated way of like in like 50 years 100 years assuming the world still exists and is more technologically advanced that that's the sort of thing it's like oh look at how people used to like do digital yeah. like whatever things that were so silly and cute and quaint by like yeah. vandalizing wikipedia pages like i mean who knows like in what way will be advanced to make it seem quaint it just like i mean look at how we just look back at you know what i mean it just seems yeah. like an old way oh anyone can edit it and they could just like make up random things and mm-hmm. then and then and then you know put it on social media ha 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 you know like yeah they're living in 3050 and we're still stuck yeah. in 2019 yeah I'm I'm just curious how many times Jeffrey Epstein's Wikipedia God, page. It's was, probably been locked for a while. I, I've got to imagine just because like all of the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself things have come out. Like I feel like that's probably changed every day if it's not locked. That was quite because. a pivot from. General. I'm just I'm just saying like if we're gonna get relatively topical, like that's yeah. something probably someone has done yes. repeatedly on his Wikipedia page. <clears throat> when we come back, and Leo Spichiman has another cameo, and he's got some bad news for Tracy Jordan. So, how am I looking, Dr. Spaceman? Well, Tracy, I, I don't know how to say this. D-A-B-T's? Diabetes? That's it. Well, now we know what we're dealing with. Unless you make some serious lifestyle changes, you're in danger of becoming diabetic. So how bad is diabetes, really? It's quite serious. If left untreated, you could lose a foot. Could I replace it with a wheel, like Rosie from the Jetsons? I suppose. But then you'd have to register as a motor vehicle. Uh, that's the goofiest I think both of them have been yet. No, it's goofy, but also like the look on his face when he was like, he's like, he looks very disappointed when he learns he would have to register as a motor vehicle. Like, <laughs> like he used to go from so excited to having a motorized wheel as a foot. But would that be so bad? I mean, if you... <laughs> I don't know the taxes might be. That's true. Depends. Oh, that's true. You, you, yes, you you yourself would be property taxed mm-hmm. then, I guess. Yeah. Can't oh, have well. that. And your property taxes, I'm sure, astronomical. Mm-hmm. And he's so rich, he's in a different tax bracket, so he's probably paying more. I don't know how any of that works. Oh. I, I don't think tax bracket affects property. I mean, property taxes, like, it's the value assessed on the on the car or property or whatever, so... I, I, I guess it depends on what he would be what valued as a motor vehicle. What he classifies as Would he be a Lexus or a, or a Chevy? <laughs> Cadillac. The Cadillac of foot. foot uh, um, let that joke die. Good joke. I tried. I tried. Well, you said. Mm-hmm. Trying is the first step to succeeding, but also failing. That's what I've learned. Speaking of which. Quite some insight. Thank you. Well, buddy, here we go. Base is loaded, bottom of the ninth. Are you going to step up? Oh, yeah. Because it's winning time, you magnificent son of a bitch. You go in there and show them. Make mommy proud of her big boy because he's the best. Just do it. Is it in you? I'm loving it. Are you okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just... Uh... Are you psyching yourself up in the mirror? I do that sometimes before I go to a party where I don't know a lot of people. Stop sweating, you idiot. What is wrong with you, you stupid bitch? I wish you hadn't seen that. It's okay. Now you're ready to get in there. You're psyched up. You got your camp buddy. Just do it. You are a lion. Take what's yours. Cutaway cow. That's we're up to three and five minutes. five minutes. So that's probably why, because they were so front-loaded that I was like, wow, it seems like there's more than usual. Yeah. It's a pretty good ratio of cutaways. Jack meets with the Six Sigmas, and Liz is left on her own, and so she starts mingling with the other J's and the F's and the G's and the H's. And a lady who's not Maria Bamford, even though she kind of looks like her. Yes. Uh... The finulous data suggests we should be leveraging disintermediation betadimes. Well, obviously, the finular analysis will concur with any synergized mindshare classifications. Lodorian Frankels. Hi, I'm Liz. I'm Prashant. This is Joan. We're M7s. What level are you? Oh, no, I'm just here with my friend. Or I was. So you're like a G or an H? No, I'm not part of this. I'm not any letter. J? 
Mr. Jordan. What's that on your foot, sir? It's a practice wheel for when I lose my foot to diabetes. You can't eat candy if you have diabetes. There's no link between diabetes and diet. That's a white myth, Ken. Like Larry Bird or Colorado. It's not a myth. Gentlemen, back me up here. I don't know. My dad had diabetes and he ate whatever he wanted until he died on the day I was born. How do you not see the connection? You know, there's a conspiracy theory that after the Civil War, the U.S. government spread false information about diabetes Word. to keep the newly freed slaves sluggish and docile. And I heard Which that is why, to Jackson. this date, most African Americans don't understand that diabetes is caused by sleeping on your back. I don't think that's right. Diabetes and diet. Next, you'll be telling me that leasing a sports car is a bad investment. So I'm going to back up real quick. I like the Prashant and Joan dynamic of them just being so invested in the business world. And they don't understand that Liz is there as just an invited guest. She has to be a part of it. Otherwise, they just can't wrap their minds around it. So she has to be something. She has to have a title. And she doesn't have a title. And they can't. They can't process it like Jay. Like it's just, it's a fun way to end that scene, and then the the whole conspiracy talk of what actually causes diabetes. And is there like a conspiracy in the African American community of like of of what might actually cause diabetes or not? Because I feel like that that's not apropos of nothing. I would think in the writers' room, I think it it's probably founded on some something, but I don't know enough to to say. Like, I mean, yes, I mean, I'm sure that's a real the thing. Joke, the joke of you get it sleeping on your back seems like it could be one of those, like, um, what's that? What's that? When your mother says something, uh, wife, old wives' tale. Something like, it could be like just something that, like an old wives' tale that was passed down in an African-American community or something like that. I don't know. But well, I've never heard I mean, it. there's a lot of history in, in this country of right. like African-Americans and medical mistreatment. And yeah. so I'm sure that, because it doesn't, diabetes, like, isn't, doesn't that disproportionately affect african-americans more yeah. than cause, i mean obviously all no matter your race you can get it or you're susceptible to it yeah. but it's like i think it disproportionately affects african-americans i think so. i think in terms of like if we want to look at like the class warfare because you generally get it from eating poor foods and stuff that is like immediately in your neighborhood because the healthy food is generally a little bit more expensive so like a mcdonald's for five dollars you can get food it's not good for you but it's cheaper than it's cheaper and faster than going to a supermarket buying you know vegetables preparing all of that and then eating that versus mcdonald's and i guess if you look at healthcare in terms of how much it costs you may not be able to afford healthcare, so you can't afford if you are if you eventually get diabetes you may not be able to afford medication to to fight it so things like that so maybe in, in like poorer poorer communities not just african-american but in poorer communities you just are more susceptible just because you're not willing to fight back or able to fight back against it by eating healthy and things like that. Does that make Maybe. Sense? No, I'm right. I mean, food desert's a thing. I mean, in, in Greensboro, where we live, there's a big food desert in an area of town that's low income and there's not mm-hmm. a big selection of, well, not a big selection. I don't think there's any decent grocery stores within like X miles of, of a certain area of that area of town. So, Right. If you yeah. live there and you, so you're shopping at maybe convenience stores and quick shop places that don't necessarily have, then you're more likely to eat poor, more poorly and get have have adverse health yeah. issues, I guess. Or you just have adverse health, but you can't afford to go to the doctor because doctors cost money and you either don't have insurance or you right. have insurance, but it's still too expensive to go to a doctor visit for them to tell you, hey, you've got diabetes, you got to start eating healthier. And it's like, well, I think it's, it's this weird cycle of the stuff that keeps you healthy costs more and you can't afford to um, you can't afford to be told to eat healthier so you're just sort of oblivious to it and you just a blissful ignorance kind of thing I don't know and this is kind of someone who does not take care of themselves at all I couldn't even tell you the last time I've eaten greeneries it's been a long time if ever no I met dad as a kid my parents forced me to eat it but um, yeah as an adult I just don't care I'm a good adult no, you're not. So Jenna has been reading Janice Joplin's Wikipedia page to learn more about her. So she, but because she's taking the method, acted of method acting, she is doing all she can to emulate her life. Hey, nice suit, Squaresville. Where's the bank? Uh, what can I do for you, Miss 
Jimplin? Well, according to my Wikipedia page, I'm gonna need some cherry juice, buttermilk, and tequila to make my signature Janis Joplin cocktail, the Frank Schlong. Good grief. Hey, Jack, where have you been hiding? I'm living there you are. I'm sorry I got distracted. Yeah, seems like you don't need your camp, buddy. I know, it's going great. I'm actually joining the Six Sigmas for lunch. Oh, okay. I like lunch. Right. Yes. Well, join us. Okay. What is this? It's lunch. Lego utilization for negating crisis hierarchies. It's a competitive team building exercise where one person directs his teammates in the construction of a Lego model that only he can see. Lemon, why don't you join Team Donaghy? We'll win this thing and then we'll go to class. I don't want to go to a class. No, Lemon, class is an acronym for consuming lunch and simple socializing. Now, that just seems intentionally confusing. Who doesn't love acronyms? Most people. Why not? No. Actually, most fun. people probably do like acronyms. I think they're fun. But I do like that. The Obviously, it should be switched at class. Lunch is lunch. class and class yeah. is lunch. It's a good time. Those silly business people with their acronyms. Silly business people. But I like that. So we're going to see that in an upcoming scene of how Liz is, is very just... Basically, she has to win. Like that... that uh, that motivation to just to be the winner even though it doesn't seemingly get you anything other than just the build of the ego or the pride or whatever of just saying you did it it'll be fun to see that come back in and now we learn of the hill witch okay What's up with this disgusting stuff? Mr. Jordan, I've seen too many folks back home die of diabetes and go-kart accidents to sit idly by while you ruin your health. You need to eat better. N-O-E. No. E. Okay, Mr. Jordan. Whatever you like. I just hope you don't get eaten by the hill witch. Hmm, what's that? I didn't say anything. Oh, you want to hear tell of the hill witch? My Mima saw her once, taking away a boy who wouldn't eat his vegetables. She's a shriveled crone, a thousand years old. One look turns you to stone, and then she gorges on your living brain. Through the stone? Really, Ken? That was your plan? Doubt me if you dare, but beware the omens of her coming. Crops will fail, animals will run wild, and my page desk will be turned sideways. Ooh. So Kenneth has laid the groundwork for the Hill Witch, which will come back into play. And meanwhile, Frank is checking on his legacy of Wikipedia editing, and he thinks he's gone a little bit too far. Also, I like that Jenna's shirt just says, I suck on it. <laughs> Well, according to Wikipedia, Janis Joplin did like to wear self-effacing t-shirts. Frank, you've got to check out Maroney. Your Wikipedia prank is inspired. Okay, Janice did it. You can do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna eat this cat. Janet, don't! That's from Alf. Alf ate cats. What? I put all that stuff on Wikipedia. None of it's true. Why would you do that? I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to take it so seriously. Well, of course I'm taking it seriously. This is my chance to win an Oscar. The Academy loves dead singers and the handicapped, and Janice was both. No, she wasn't. Her legs bent the right way. What? I speed-walked home on these. You pathetic mode! You met with me because your life is miserable, because you're disgusting. <sighs> what? Nothing, just... You're yelling at me, you're a mess, you're chopping down on tequila. It's kind of working for me. Oh, are you turned on right now? What is wrong with you? I've got a thing for damaged goods. But if you can get this raw in the movie, you are going to win the Oscar. Really? <sighs> that scene is kind of a callback to the... Was it the first season or the second season where... Yeah, where 
she had, she always had that front of of being um, prim and perfect, but eventually she has to let her guard down. Yeah, yeah. Because like I was kind of expecting her to like fart or something to be. I mean, to be a more explicit like reference, but yeah. still in in general, just them in a room and talking yeah. about the the rawness yeah. of each character. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it, it's. I think we get that again. Maybe not. Maybe that's the only time. But I feel like. There's another sequence of Frank and Jenna someday down the line. We'll just have to stay tuned. Meanwhile, we come back uh, and lunch is still in session and we're in the the final stages. Uh, and Liz is basically just taking over because she, she wants to win. Two minutes. Oh, don't stop talking, Jack. Always be talking. Damn the pockets, Joan. Prashant, your job is to watch Joan. Say something, haircut! Well, you can't have more wheels on one side than the other. Oh, please! It goes on top, it's a smokestack. Suck it, nerd! What happened to you, Donaghy? What do you mean? That woman is a subordinate of yours. Her behavior is totally inappropriate. Familiarity, nicknameification, and you seem to encourage it. Well, Lemon is unique. Okay. But the old Jack Donaghy wouldn't have stood for that. Sorry, I dropped it when I was pretending it was my penis. Rolled on penis. <laughs> we won! So I think that line right there, it sums it up. The old Jack Donaghy wouldn't have done that because, well, we, I guess we're right. So at the, at the, at the, at the, from the beginning of the episode, we know that he's concerned that his time in Washington and the fallout from the GE stuff is why people don't respect him anymore. So old Jack Donnie, I guess, references pre all that stuff and them, mm-hmm. them not seeing him as that anymore. So I guess that that's what really is is triggering his. Do we know where he came from previously before he started at NBC? I feel um... like they never mentioned that. He just like shows up in the pilot and he's like, I have this job now. I don't think we. Do. I mean, I guess he came through an era where he could have started in a low level. Didn't mm-hmm. isn't there a reference him starting in the mailroom and working up, or is that another character? That was, well, that was a reference in when he's coming. So when Devin Banks takes over, he starts again in the mailroom, or he starts in the mailroom and he works his way up really quickly. Yeah, and I think I get the impression he, that's I how it went the first time. He he's, makes a comment about like, I it took me thirty years or twenty years to get there. I'm going to get it done in half the time or something like that. So. Maybe it was, but I don't think we ever actually knew where he came from. It's just yeah. he shows up and he's the boss now. I don't think we ever get his past. Um, maybe, maybe we do in like season six or seven. That's the fuzziest I am on the season on the series. But I don't think we know where he started I mean, explicitly. Yeah. It's but just implied kind of stuff. I can buy he started there and he's worked. He's basically doing yeah. his whole life and worked up over the years. Yeah, I mean, he's made reference. He's like, I worked that graveyard shift at the Days Inn and the Days in and the Day Shift at that graveyard. So like, he's always been like a bootstrap kind of guy. But in terms of like Thirty Rock slash NBC slash Universal, I don't know if we actually know his tr- his career trajectory. Um, I don't know if we ever actually do learn it. it just seems like he was their boss, and that's about it. So we never really saw his before. So we're playing a lot of clips, I just realized. Um, but a lot of them are kind of plot heavy. Um, but Jack has to let Lemon know that she's gotten too comfortable too soon. Or too comfortable. Just too comfortable in her relationship. In their relationship. Yeah. Lemon, I give you a certain amount of leeway at work. Uh, but while we're here, I need you to behave appropriately. What are you talking about? Well, the uh, nicknames, the arm punching, the familiarity, the way you were behaving at lunch. You can't say a doy to me in mixed company. Oh, okay. So when I helped you win that Lego thing, when I thought we were having fun together, I was actually embarrassing you? Is that right, Jack? Uh, while we're here, I need you to call me Mr. Donaghy. I get it. 
You brought me here in case you needed me, but now that you have your cool Six Sigma friends, I can go back to the lake with the fat kids and make bracelets. Lemon, you know how important this is to me. I've got my speech tonight. Yeah, don't worry. I get boundaries. Oh, sorry, Liz. My parents' basement only has room for five sleeping bags. Or, no, I'll come over after prom and we'll make nachos together. Lemon, this is a part of our problem. I give you a simple managerial suggestion in a professional context, and I get back the second half of a Judy Bloom novel. Whatever. This place is dumb. We're going to be back at work tomorrow. Let's not make this bigger than it is. Too late. Friendship over. Good Lord. Like a waitress. That makes me think of just like a basement that's so small, it can only fit five sleeping bags. It's just like, that's hilarious. Like, yeah. well, it's, it's also like Liz now, she had the camp jitters too because she right. knew she wasn't going to have any friends at camp. Or yeah. if she did, they would last a day. And then by the end, it would just be like, she's unpopular once again. Yeah. But it, as we learned from the union, maybe she was unpopular because of her attitude problem. She's a bully. She was a bully. So maybe she, was, maybe she wasn't invited because they only had five sleeping bags and they couldn't fit a sixth. I don't know. But it also makes... So that... The Camp Jitters thing immediately makes me think of Donald Glover and his childish Gambino. His... Oh, God. Was it 20... Oh, 2011, 2012. He put out an album called Camp. And it's sort of like a, a progressive um, album where it's just... It's telling a story through the entire thing where each song is connecting to the previous and it's an overarching story. And the final song on that album is called Power, or That Power. I think it's just Power. Um, and at the very end, the very end of that song, it's a fantastic monologue that was written by, oh, God, I'm going to get the guy's name wrong. It wasn't written by Don Glover, but it was written by one of his friends that was in the Derek Comedy troupe. I think his name's like DJ Sh- DC Shepherd, I believe. He's a comedian. Um, but it's this, it's this fantastic monologue where uh, they're leaving camp, they're on the bus back to the church where they were dropped off, and he spent this whole two weeks with this girl, and he's like infatuated with her. Basically, he's in love with her, but I mean, he's 13, so he's love is love is whatever. But it's this whole story is like, I was afraid to tell you because I didn't know how you felt, and I like you, but I don't know if you like me, but I like like you, and I don't know if you like like It's a fantastic monologue, and at the very end of it, it turns out. Um, so he, he, he confesses all of this to her and then he falls asleep and then as he's getting off the popular girls are coming behind him and they approach him and then because um, he says to her he's like you know what I think this is destiny and then he falls asleep and then the girls the popular girls come up behind him and he has a history of them they were mean to him they bullied him and they just look at him and go destiny back to him and then he has this realization he's like I didn't know you were friends with them and then it's the whole thing of you know what rather than keep it secret you know you make it you make it out there for everyone you tell everybody because no one can make fun of you or no one can tell someone else because you are at the forefront you're putting all that information out there and it's a good idea of like in terms of like if someone's making fun of you make fun of yourself uh for that and then you take away the ammunition is that why it's a fantastic monologue um it's it's like three and a half minutes but it's it's a fantastic song and it's just this great build-up of of using this of music where it's just like it's very like uh, just like a subtle beat and then as like basically it's like replicating a heartbeat so as the song keeps building and he's getting to the destiny bill like it's building more and more and more and then he says it and it sort of starts to cool off a little bit uh, it's so well done it's 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 almost like a masterpiece of a song and just how it's built anyway all of that <laughs> what i thought of when i'm thinking of like the camp jitters is like liz is clearly lashing out because she's experienced a lot from her camp days and She's back into that now because, you know, probably a friend convinced her as a kid, like, come hang out with me at camp. I need a friend. And the friend abandoned her, just like Jack's doing here. So Poor Liz. Poor Liz. But again, I feel less, less sympathy for her every episode. Because she's a bully. Because she's a bully. And kind a of a racist. It's a racist bully, which is the worst combination you could be. <laughs> but Jenna confronts Frank because he continues to tell everybody. Or I'm sorry. Jenna confronts Frank because he's not telling anybody. He's not embarrassed enough. Or, no, wait. He's not bragging about it enough for her comfort because it was her mistake, not his. Yeah. Dudes, the craziest thing happened to me last night. You're not going to believe it, but I found the secret skate park in Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are you seriously talking about video games? Oh, hey, Jenna. What's up? 
How dare you? How dare you be cool about this? Frank and I hooked up last night, okay? Oh, stop acting like you're ashamed. I'm the one who's ashamed. I mean, it's disgusting, right? I slutted it up on this dirt bag. It is disgusting. Thank you, Lutz. Jenna, this is a mistake. No. Last night was a mistake. This is a victory for hot women everywhere. There's a video game reference, so I have to point out they are correct about that video game reference. There is a secret skate park in Grand Theft Auto oh. 4. You can't ride a skateboard, but there are bikes in the game, so you can sort of do a little biking on a half pipe. It's not very easy and very good at doing so, but they're not wrong, so the nerds on the writing staff knew what they were talking about. That's wow. Always, it's always a nice uh, notice of, of actual details rather than just like, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 4, I got the flying car. It doesn't exist. Troll the respawn, real. Jeremy. Troll the respawn, Jeremy. Oh, that's so stupid. That's just a 40-year-old thinking. Uh, I... Sure. Okay. So what are we doing after this? Um, Prashant and I have plans. Did you guys hook up? What happens in Croton on Hudson stays in Croton on Hudson. Uh, Miss Lemon, I do still have a seat at my table up front. No, thank you, Mr. Donaghy. I'm happier here. Prashant, that is my foot. My wrong, miss. Excuse me, Mr. Donaghy. I need to put a microphone on you for your speech. <laughs> Why is she mocking him? Because so she's, she's just... Bitter and and but like and, why would she why would she mock like Jack no I know said, as opposed to the, the but basically she is lashing out the most ridiculous like first thing in front of her even if it's completely illogical to like it's do so. so mean that poor guy but now the Jack I'm sorry now the Jenna Tracy and Kenneth storyline are all going to come to head as well as Jenna telling everybody that she slept with Frank it's all coming together. So I heard about you and Frank. Oh, I know it's hard to believe. Now Dog the Bounty Hunter's the second grossest guy I've been with. You shouldn't have done that with Frank, Jenna. Tell me about it. Because he's mine. Wait, what are you doing? Ow, why is my scalp burning more than usual? I told you not to tell anyone. Oh, what are you doing to my hair? You stay away from my Frank. Who oh. is with my Frank? Katie. Eusebia, please, let me explain. Hmm. What is this? Eat your vegetables! <laughs> Damn, Kay! That is weak! I'm a 40-year-old man! You think I'm gonna be scared into eating some stuff because Look of some- at me! I'm a monster! <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty fun, subtle setup. Like, as she's leaving the salon, or whatever you would call that, I guess you would salon. call it a salon. Yeah. It's not a salon in the traditional standing salon, but it's a salon inside 30 Rock. She's she's still wearing the uh, whatever they whatever that thing is they put on you. Cape, would you call it? I don't know what they actually... Anyway, like, if, when you go to a barber, they put that little thing on you that gets that keeps the hair off your clothes. Cape. And she grabs, a, she grabs a broom to keep people from fighting her. And then it all comes together as her hair is just grotesque and her face is... And it's just a fun, subtle setup of all of that, if you're paying attention. And there's a really fun visual gag of Tracy then, like, shoving yeah. fistfuls of vegetables into his mouth. <laughs> as Jenna runs out. When we come back to the retreat, um, this is going to be a longer scene, so we'll probably cut it up a little bit. But uh, Jack has to psych himself up for his big speech, and Liz goes to save him. Oh, come on, guys. Okay. Uh, your microphone is all set. I'll come back right before your speech to turn it on. And thanks for being so cool with me. This is my first day. No problem. Actually, I want to stop right there because I'll forget about it by the time we come back around. I hate that setup. Of, of Okay, your mic is all set up. I'll come back to turn it on. Also, thanks for being so kind to me. It's my first day. Why is that necessary? Other than to explain why the mic is turned on, so I might have just answered my own question. But it's just so, it's such a weird line to have in there other than to just explain why the guy made the mistake of turning the mic on. 
Also, could they really not hear that? Like as loud as it is? I don't know. Being very pedantic about it, but it's, I've never liked that. No, line. you're right. Yeah. Well, you're, well you're, I think you're right. It is right. It is to explain that's why he's making mistakes. It's his, his first day. But you are right that you can clearly hear they clearly hear, hear it. They can clearly hear it throughout the ballroom and no one really reacts. So yeah. it's kind of kind of it is a little clunky, right? Because I mean, I think Liz is smart enough. What we know of Liz is smart enough. To, if she hears that, she's saying, "Oh, wait a second, the microphone's obviously turned yeah. on. I better go save him." But then obviously we wouldn't have the whole finale if she went and saved him right then and there. So no, that's it just fair. is a little out of character for Liz. No, right. I think it's I think it's on point for Liz. It's the guy leaving the line of oh this is my no but i'm saying it's out of character in that if she heard that she would be like oh wait hit the mic That's is on true. i need to go save him before he no because she knows he's going there to, he's going to do his psych up speech so if she heard that yeah, she would say oh true. the mic is on he's about to do his psych up you know like, yeah that's true fair enough oh buddy here we go bottom of the ninth base is loaded Oh, yeah. It's winning time, you magnificent son of a bitch. What is that? It's his psych-up speech. He doesn't know his microphone is on. We gotta tell him. Why would we? When a big one falls, four little ones move up. You go in there and show those turrets who's boss. Make mommy proud of a big boy because he's the best. Just do it. Is it in you? Just don't say your name, Jack. Please don't say your name. You are Jack Donaghy. Titan. Maverick. Lover. Where's the bathroom? Your mic is on in the ballroom. What? How much did they hear? Oh, God, I'm ruined. I'm never going to live this town. They're going to talk about this forever. No, no, no. I'll help you. It's going to be okay. I got nothing. Entertainment division. I just fooled y'all with my Jack Donaghy impression, where I say crazy things that he would never say. So let's maximize our fun quadrant tonight. Shout out any other impression you want to hear, and uh, I'll do it. I dare you. Do Jack Donaghy again. No. What else? How about Cher? Cher. I believe I heard Sling Blade. Mmm, I love them French fried potatoes. Get off. What's that, Mrs. Cunningham from Happy Days? Oh, Howard. Oh, Arthur. What's your name, guy? Dave. And what's the craziest thing that's happened to you this weekend, Dave? Hearing Jack Donaghy talk on that microphone. <laughs> well, uh, not anymore, because check this out. Everybody dance now! <laughs> There's been a lot of Liz awkwardly dancing lately. So is that less cringy to you or less appealing to you than the last episode? The last episode you didn't care for the dancing for a flu shot. Yeah, I think it works better here because she's in front of the whole audience. She's just it's like desperately thinking yeah. and trying to distract them. So yeah. I think it works better there, yeah. Or not that it works better. It just that it, yeah, it's not. I mean, it definitely works better because it's a, it's a room of uptight white people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, a yeah. little woman. She's got her bra out. Her bra. I've never seen one of those before. Lemon, that was heroic. And I think it actually worked. A lot of people from the conference emailed me to ask if I was there when the bra lady went crazy. <laughs> they completely forgot about me, so thank you. Sure. And I think it goes without saying that you are banned from any future retreats. I can't believe you did that for me. That's what friends do, Jack. A Their friendship isn't over after Hooray! all. Hooray! They had to retreat to move forward with their friendship. The episode makes sense now. Oh my god. Oh, we didn't check his tie. I think he's wearing a blue tie. Yes, it is the blue tie. So he went with the wacky, wacky. The wacky tie. So that's a retreat to move forward. Final thoughts on the episode. It was Liz's left. The, the pictures. Yeah, it was her left. Yeah. Her left, his right. Yeah. yeah. We figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. But no, uh, very funny episode, I think. Mm -hmm. um, 
a, a lot of this is characters acting in a manic, really silly way, which is when the show is usually at its funniest. So yeah, the the image of Jenna and her little hill witch mm-hmm. get up running around is hilarious, and the the subversion of. Jenna's embarrassed not that she slept with Frank but that he's not telling people that they slept together because like as as morbid as it is for her for that to have happened it's more morbid that no, that he's not sharing that information because she needs the ego boost more than he needs it so she's upset that no one knows that they slept together and now she knows why because he's got a lot of connections at 30 Rock that can't find out about him sleeping with other people um but yeah, that that that's a fun subversion of it because it's always the pretty people don't. This is a victory for hot women everywhere. Right, yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> it's a pretty low victory, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and then um, I wonder if the Tracy storyline was written because like we talked a couple weeks back about like clearly Tracy Morgan has had some health issues around this time, and I wonder if that was like a a real life thing being written into the story um, or maybe. just coincidental like we're gonna make a, a wacky story or something i don't know could be could, could be. be if partially inside of real life i don't know yeah probably though yeah any other thoughts on retreat to you better start eating your vegetables or the hill which is gonna visit i'd like to see her try <laughs> nope that's about it yeah no i, I agree it's a, it's a funny episode um, a lot of laughs, continuing the Janie Jimpler, Joplin, Jackie Jorp, Jop, Janet Jupler. Janie Jamplin. Janie Jubilapadubu. That's a fun storyline always to come back to. So, um, More Jenna, please. When Jenna's not on screen, all the other actors should be asking, where's Jenna? That's all should be happening. Another victory for hot women everywhere. <laughs> Another victory for hot women everywhere. All right. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on Go To There. If you like what we're doing, rating and reviewing and all that fun stuff is going to help us out the most. Our coffee's ko-fi.com backslash go to there. And we will see you next week in episode 46, season 3, episode 10, Generalissimo. Salma Hayek's back and John Hamm. In my memory, I feel like I remember that being a very funny episode. So we will find out. We will indeed find out. So stay tuned. Dave, take us out. See you next time. Check this out.